This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Are we set? Okay, let's read Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Glory to God. I want to read from verse 26. Mark 4, 26. And he said, this is Jesus talking, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed into the ground. The kingdom of God operates a principle similar to casting the seed to the ground. Did we get that? So if you want to understand the kingdom, one of the best ways is to look at seed principle. I want to talk about sacrifices and altars. And this, all that we do first service, second service, and third service will only be part one. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. There is what is called the sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. There is what is called the sacrifice or seed of words. And there is what is called sacrifice of material things. But we are starting this way that Jesus said that you have to understand that means the kingdom functions like seed principle. So in Genesis 1, you can have your seeds. <laughs> Hallelujah. Genesis 1, verse 11, 10 and 11. Let's read. Okay, stay with 11. It's okay. And God called the dry land and the garden of water he called seas, and God saw it was good. Verse 11. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, and the earth yielding seeds, and the fruits. And the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind. Whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. Whose seed is in itself. Whose seed is in itself. There is a scripture we refer to severally during this teaching. What is in Exodus 20, 24? when you fight as a christian against any situation do not fight with just one weapon i will talk more about the second service an altar of art thou shalt make unto me and shall sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings and thy sheep and thy oxen in all the places where I record my name. Everybody say the last thing together. Say it again. Say it one more time. Who is talking there? 
He said, if you make an altar of if you make an altar of the earth, and we explained that why he said that no two must be on the altar. He said, anywhere you do that, I will come to thee and I will bless you. What is it with God and sacrifices? He said, if I see a sacrifice, I will come and bless thee. Genesis 8, let's start from verse 21. Let every other name fear the wind. See, there's only you. Let me play it. Are we there? And the Lord, let's start from verse 20. Let's start from verse 20. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Noah builded an altar to the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered both offerings on the altar. Next verse. Remember, Exodus, if I see sacrifice, what will happen? I will come to you and bless you. So now, Noah, and the Lord smelled a savour, and the Lord said in his heart, not that he said it loud, of course he revealed it to Moses later, I will not again curse the ground, neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done. You mean there are activities that a man can start or not that can make God say something? He did not say this in chapter 7. He did not say this because it was Noah. Noah came out of the sheep and there was no record that the Lord said he should all fight. He just decided. And when he did, God said something. Second time, we are going to move to two other people who offered sacrifice and God came. One of them was Balaam. In the midst of his disobedience, three times God came down to talk to Balaam. But every single time he offered an altar, God did not like what he was doing. An angel nearly killed him on the way. But every time he raised that altar, God had no choice but to come down to say something to the guy. Because God does not break his word. He said, when you erect an altar, I will come to you and I will bless you. I know that one of the sessions will get to the greatest altar and sacrifice, which is Jesus Christ himself. But there are things we do. So God said this word. The next verse, 22. He did not only respond to what Noah did. Then he gave what you call an eternal principle. Actually, he already said this where we read in Genesis 1, 11, That the seed of everything will always be in itself. Then again, he said it here, why the earth remains. Everybody say, why the earth remains. Seed time. 
and harvests, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Why the earth remains? In the Bible, separate words from prophets from words from God. This one came from the lips of Jehovah directly to Noah. That Noah, I tell you what, why as long as you live on this earth, there is a principle that will never fail and in Mark chapter 4 verse 26, I'm going to build my kingdom on this principle. It is called seed principle that why the earth remains. Seed it is written together here, but actually it's like the seed, time, harvest. There will be seed. In between there will be, so, as I was teaching on Sunday, I don't know whether it was last Sunday that I said it, or two Sundays ago, about the king of Moab, in 2nd Kings chapter 3 the king of Moab you know for, forgive me that I'm not shouting as I would have loved to but just understand the king of Moab wanted to fight against the king of Israel king of Judah and king of Edom three kings against one the king of Moab so much trusted his soldiers, he was not afraid of the battle. Then the three kings that wanted to fight him had water issue. And you know the meaning of that. Maybe 500,000 soldiers moving around the wilderness, and there was no water for many days. And one of them said that, hey, it's as if God has called to destroy us. But thank God for Jehoshaphat. If you are not Jehoshaphat, you need Jehoshaphat around you. Those who walk by faith, not by sight. Jehoshaphat said, no, God has not planned to kill us. We only need one thing. Is there not a prophet around this area? Now, this is not a call to see prophet around. No, this is New Testament. We are just taking something. And somebody said, hey, there is Elisha. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat said that the word of God is with him. And when they got there, Elisha said he was first of all angry because of Ahab's son. Then he said because of Jehoshaphat who is a good man. I will look at all of you. So what's the problem? And they told him. And he said bring me a Mishra. He's worshipping. The Bible says as the Mishra played the spirit of God came upon him. Or the hand of God came upon him. And he began to prophesy. And he said Bring me this realm. For thus said the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water, that you may drink both you and your cattle. He solved their problem with a prophetic word. But you see, God is excessive in nature. It didn't stop there. I come that they may have life. How? Have it abundantly. Unto him that is able to do how exceeding. This was what they came for. They only needed water. But then, next verse. And this is a, a life thing in the sight of God. It will deliver the Moabite also. 
Nobody goes to God without receiving Jara. He, he, he likes to add something. He said it is water you need. He said it's a small thing. But and we also, you didn't talk about winning the battle, but you know what? I give you that as well. Next verse. You shall smite every fence city, every choice city, every good tree, and stop all wells and mad every good piece of the land with storms. Next verse. Now, water started flowing, but go down, 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 down. The last three verses. I call you to say, you should see, please, last three verses. Thank you. Start from the uh, third to the last second, and then the last. And then, when they came up to the camp of Israel, they rose against them. Just go down, last three. They beat every French city and left them. So, verse 26. And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took with him 700 men that drew sword to break through even the king of Old Edom, but they could not. Next verse. Then he took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead and offered him a burnt offering upon a wall. And there was great indignation against Israel and they depart from they departed from him and returned to their land. This is a very hard touching story. Elisha received double portion of the spirit of Elijah. He was the most anointed voice on earth at that time, whose words couldn't have failed for any reason. He gave them a word from the Lord of total victory total destruction of Moab. I don't know who taught the king of Moab this principle of sacrifice. He took 700 of his best fighters and he said that three kings are fighting us, Israel here, maybe Judah here, Moab, uh, Edom here. And he said that strategically I can see that the weakest of them is Moab, of Edom, is Edom. Let's try and we can't win, but let me escape. Let's pass through Edom. He told the sword men, please break through Edom, get me out, and let's run away. But even at that, he failed. You know, I have seen people who have failed so much in life. Then they even try something that is below them, even that is not working. They have tried many things. They even go as low as begging. Even begging doesn't work for them. Everybody they talk to, as either giving his money to somebody or tells them that there's nothing I can do. Are you getting what I'm saying? I think at that point, the guy understood that said, This is something serious against me. Of course, the prophecy was working against him. Then, he did something. God will never accept human sacrifice. But the audacity of his action, because of what God said at the beginning, when I see sacrifice, in his own case, it was not an Israeli. 
So God did not exactly bless him, but he told Israel to leave him alone. At least he escaped with his life. Who could have died? I want to read, and I will build more on it. Psalm 126 verse 5. What is there? Let's, they that sow in tears. Jesus, make the way. You know, at times I'm praying and the Spirit of God will impress some things very strongly in my spirit. I am not only speaking to those who are here. He says, all sin is in itself. They that sow in tears, if you are in tears, sow. One of the main things I was during the weekend, I began to tell them. People are coming. And because of the evil that some have done, the gimmicks of men, greediness of men who have come into the house of God to preach sin and get money from people. It has made believers, or it has made it difficult for genuine people to teach the old counsel of God. I am not helping you if I'm not teaching you the old counsel of God. If there is no fake 10,000 era notes, because there is no original 10,000 era notes. Men might have perverted things, but whatsoever you see from Genesis to Revelation as a truth in God's word, there is nothing you can do about it. Jesus said, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But when it does, it multiplies. Remember, the kingdom of God is like a seed. They that sow in tears, this scripture is very powerful. Except a corn of wheat. John 20, 24. Falls to the ground. Why did David say that? Now, or whoever wrote that part of Psalm, 120, Psalm 126. Now, let's read verse 6. Verse 5 said, They that sow in tears. Verse 6. Verse 6. He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. Hi. Are you with me? Some of the things I'm going to say next week, I might go to something, but I will definitely come back to this message if I don't. But most likely, I'll continue to say, but everything I'm going to say, we are going to pick scriptures from Old Testament to New so that you can go home and look at God's word for yourself. I see people crying in the church, and what they want is for pastor to help them. They that sow in tears, he that goeth forth weeping. They say ancestral spirits. They say this and that. I said, I don't know. Any business I start, it does not work. What is and this is the level many have stayed. 
Listen to me very well. Calling your business a Christian name is not the way of connecting Christ to your business. <laughs> Mary and Sons, <laughs> Jesus at work here, carpentry shop. No. What is in Psalm 50, verse 1? You know, I feel like the mighty God, even the Lord has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to the going down. What is he saying? Verse 2. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined. Verse 3. Our God shall come, he will not keep wife. Mm. Verse 4. He shall call heavens from above to the earth that he may. Verse 5. Judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me. Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Are you one of such? Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. He said, He that goeth forth weeping, bearing precious seed. Let's conclude the final part of that. Shall doubtless, shall doubtless, beyond every shadow of doubt I say to you church there is no drought dry season attack that you cannot stop with precious seed what is a precious seed it is not one man tell that come and sow a thousand seed no there are three seeds one is the word another seed is sacrifice or praise Another thing is material giving. This is what happens. It is God who ministers seed to the sower. That means a precious seed to God. It's not what man tells you to do. It's what God tells you to do. But you know what? The seed is with you. Because when he created everything, he put the seed in itself. Did you get that? Yes, That's why we grow other things by just planting the seed in them. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting? This is how we transit from season to season. Some have been, you know, honestly speaking, all of you will agree with me. To tell some people to pray more, it's almost to be wicked. Some have been to every mountain. They have fasted, they've cried. At least I know about two ladies. They are not here. Maybe one is in her late 40s, single. There is no type of fasting they've not done about getting married. What then should you tell them again to go and do? Seven days with water alone. One of them, seven days without water. And each of those seven, they pray for seven hours. 
and three years have come and gone after that activity, nothing has changed. They were told by men, if you do biri biri, God will answer. But they did not wait for God to know. Men and brethren, meditate and take this message serious. Sacrifice. There is something with them that if the Lord what is in Psalm 18 verse 27 You know many times the Spirit ministers to people some fear keeps them back some doubts. Yeah. If you are using some other translation, it says it is God. But this one says God is Lord, which has showed us lights. Now we are lighting, we know what to do. What is the light? By the sacrifice we cause, even to the arms of the altar. They that sow in tears shall doubtless. I remember in a particular church whose name I don't want to mention, Poplar, the man and the wife that will be there, maybe 14th year of being married, and no child. They were scheduled by a doctor in America to come and do IVF. And they met this pastor. And they told him, and he said, no problem. God is not against IVF. Then the husband turned back and said, why are we doing IVF? And he told the wife, the ticket money and the money for the IVF, we are going to give it as a seed. In nine months, they that sow in tears, listen very well, there will be people who might hear me because of the experiences they've had with ministers. After the service, this is not a call to ask anybody to keep anything. This is a call to tell you to go back home and search the word. What's seen in my house while I'm crying? It will not leave anyone without a seat. The widow of Zarephath was a widow for many years also. And Elisha was passing by every day. They had a seat. They had a special room in their house that nobody was using. They just gave the room to Elisha. And he said, that by this time next year, how do we break into this realm where it's not a promise that's afar off? It's something that happens. They've been telling you, God will do great things through your life. Seven, eight years have passed. Nothing much is happening. You do understand. There's no seed in the ground. Take your place. I think I've told you before. When we wanted to have the program in Abelta last year, everything, or two years ago, two years ago, everything was just slow. Under the group, it's not our church program, it's just a personal vision given to me. So what I did was I told the police that they open an account there. 
for the people in the city. I'm not a signatory. I don't have access to the account. So that we could be accountable. I say people help me from there. They give to me directly. I can be accountable and preach as them. I say, over there, I don't know. Choose people. So they chose a professor, wife, and somebody to be the signatory. People. And then I will call. Do you have anybody that got no money? And I said, no, this meeting is bigger. Time is going. I knew that I was to give a seed, so I was asking God. Then he told me. I just, not that I spoke, I just felt it. Locate the biggest orphanage in the city. Out of what you don't have, what you are presently like, I spent everything on those children there. I called Dr. Inkai Bitoya and I said that I have been to the orphanage before. I said, please help me find out what is their greatest need. As soon as I did, everything changed. I was listening to a pastor. He had this terrible stomach stuff and they were going to do a healing meeting in Canada. People think that when God gives you an anointing, that means that you'll be healthy at all times. You will have to use your faith. And he was wondering, what is going to happen? He said every day he kept seeing the picture that on getting to Canada, he will fall down and they will carry him to hospital instead of preaching or ministering to people. It was all real. He said he fasted, he prayed that the picture would not go. Then a friend of his came, another pastor, and they were discussing the word of God. And he got so blessed. When I was, he said, come, 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 and then he gave that one his S-class bets. He said, as the guy drove it out of his garage, the stomach, the stomach left. When he got to Canada, it was such a meeting. Unusual meeting. Of course, he got many, many other cars back in return. I am just saying to you, I have seen too many weeping Christians. You see, when we when we get into matters of this is this are everything I do today, just introduction, sacrifice, we will get into some things. In every ancient town, whether Yoruba, Ibo, whatever in the past, because in the realm of the spirit, some things, some truths, they are parallel. Yeah. Some principles are the same. The way you don't see angels, you don't see demons physically. Yes. There is God, there is Satan. They are both invisible. There are some general stuff. Like I told them on Wednesday, songs are codes in the spirit. There are songs that attract angels and there are songs that attract demons. There is nowhere they worship idol. They don't have a particular song they sing for the idol. Because they are codes in the spirits. One of such, there will be a plague. If you are very far, I grew up in Yoruba land. I'm, I'm in the born of Yoruba parents, but I'm not Yoruba. <laughs> I'm born of Yoruba father, mother. So am I. Well, <laughs> well tell the guy, let's say we are Yorubas. Let's say. At least my parents are Yoruba, so let's see. <laughs> oh dear Lord Jesus. 
So we grew up in Abiyokuta watching a lot of Yoruba films. No matter what, there will be a plague in the city. They are going to summon the chief priest. At the end of the day, either the king or somebody will carry a sacrifice and it will end the whole thing. It's a spiritual law. As the angel of destruction stretched his sword over Jerusalem, God told David, go and offer sacrifice. And God told the angel, shield your sword. You see, the opposite of the cross is self. What God is trying to achieve in many people, that he will tell you to give out something precious to you. 90% of the time, it is money. It is that number one. What happens is that there is a spiritual exchange. Your strength is no more on what you have. Your strength is now on the living God who will carry you. That is what we demonstrate. I have 500,000. I'm trusting of five I have confessed my mouth has almost turned red. But there is a feeling. Why don't you sow the 500 as a seed? It's a sacrifice. Not every praise is a sacrifice. The Bible calls it sacrifice or praise. This kind of praise is the one you do when it is not convenient. When you get up from your bed in the middle of the night and you are alone praising God, when you feel the pain in your body, that is sacrifice. Sacrifice or praise is not when they are singing a song you like and you are dancing. That is just normal praise. But there is a dimension when praise becomes sacrifice. I mean, it is difficult to praise God, but this is where you are praising Him. It can be difficult because of the season you are in or because of the timing. Maybe there is no reason to sing. Yeah, you are singing. You are not happy, but you are singing. Or you are tired. In the middle of the night, yeah, you jack off from your bed to walk from one room to another, praising God. Or you are on the road, you park. Sacrifice or praise. You offer that to God. Yeah. Is somebody here? Are you with me this morning? I want everybody in this church and everybody watching me build your life on that Psalm 50. Be among those who are made covenant with God by sacrifice. Build your business, build your job, build your life on this thing. They will not know why signs and wonders, many things are happening. But you are standing, not where the, the thing you are standing. You are standing on the sacrifice. Are you getting what I'm saying? And if there's anybody enemy this morning, I show you from God's word. I am giving you about four instances from the Bible. How to bring an end to a season of destruction. You can say no to destruction. You can say no to shame. Yeah. You mean God said to Abraham one particular day? God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 15. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 17. But when he offered Isaac, God said, Now I know. So God didn't know before. Many Christians need that voice over their head. For some, 
For God is that now I know there is nothing you can't do for me. I want to end this way. Is somebody here with me? You see, it is not fasting and prayer many times that brings the change directly. Fasting and prayer puts you in a position to be able to pass the test. There is always a test. Remember what I told you when this church started. I will fast from Sunday, from Monday till Sunday morning. Monday till evening. Praying that we should be 30 on Sunday morning. We will come to church and I will be 15. And we're just reducing. And that day, I was praying every day for about six hours. First from morning till evening till 6 p.m. Break by six, continue the following day. And I got to church. I had an encounter while praying. I was too sure there would be so many in church that day. I got to church and we reduced further. Honestly speaking, I was close to, I was fed up. Like, Lord, what else can I do? At least I won't kill myself. Fast and pray every day. Sometime from 10 to 5, straight like that, I'll be praying. Then, that day, as I was sad, somebody walked up to me after service and gave me some money. That was really consolation, maybe about 800 or so or so. And I branched. I've told this story before. Branch was it uh, Tantalizer, which is KFC, TFC, TFC, testing. There was no KFC that time. And I bought this rice as a consolation price. And I was cutting with Shola. And I got home. And the, our gate man, Malo, Sabo, Sabo's daughter, be there once more, which I jab, was just outside. And the Lord said, Give that food to her. I said, Lord, she, Ele. <laughs> See, I would have preferred God to say, fast for another two days. I would have done that conveniently. But this one, the only consolation, just like God gave Abraham one child, even though he promised him an entire nation, he now came out and said, that one child said, give me back. You know, I thought as if I didn't hear. I entered the house with the food. But I'm like, Lord, you know I can't disobey you. I came out. And I called the girl and I gave her. She looked right, looked left to be sure that her parents were not watching. Hid under the staircase and devoured the food. I stood there for about 30 seconds when she started eating. It was said she was eating me. <laughs> but a turnaround. Who would have thought when I, it was Pastor Gokoka who spoke here, one of the people that spoke during the conference, was when I went to pray for the camp. He shared a story that touched me deeply. I think he fasted for three days dry, and his wife would always prepare, you know, the food he would take. Because if, if you fast without food and you rush food, you will become sick. So he was waiting. The fasting will end 12 midnight. I know when it's like 11, we'll be looking at time almost every now and then. Now, okay, <laughs> where will the thing end? This is very interesting. And he kept looking, and he kept looking. Then he said, around 11 30. <laughs> and to look at the time, is, time is getting longer. But then, as he was doing that, the presence of God just came down around 11 30 in the night. 
and they began to pray and the flow was there and by 12 the anointing was real in the house and the spirit of god told him you are preaching somewhere tomorrow i know go and lie down and rest let's continue tomorrow leave food for now he told god i know he said because he had seen the rice he prepared the food and he, he you know when you have your plan that okay i will take this fruit juice first after 15 minutes he said that lord you, know, you, you can't tell me no, no no let's not go there he said but the spirit he said he only stayed five more minutes and the anointing rose on that level he said because he had made up his mind he disobeyed god he called for the rice put spoon and if god wants to catch you as he put the food in his mouth and he entered the stomach just one spoon the voice of god spoke i would have taken your ministry many heights but now you don't deserve it. He could not eat the rest of the food again. He said, Lord, why didn't you say this before I took one spoon? But there is a part of rice in my belly. <laughs> of course, he said he, 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 he paid him. But then he finished the food. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, sometimes you know, there are some stories you remember. <laughs> there was this guy in my secondary school. I don't know where he went to inside the school. You no, know, those the parents who park outside. Same seventy percent of my students, students in my school, they were boarding students, when some were day students. So the school I went to, all the rich people in Abilta, that was their school. All the kings, commissioners, all of them. Most of our classmates were commissioners' children, this one now, director of education and kings. And so a lot of official cast after school. And this diamond, this guy, it was the father that came to pick him. And the father was inside the car for over one hour. His brother came out, they didn't know where he was. But that was SS2, he was in GSS3 then. And the father, I know there was no GSS, the father just sat in the car with the brother, waiting. School closed 220, 3.20, we had to see this guy. The father was annoyed. So maybe somebody in school told him that your father is outside. So he started coming out. You expect him to run to the car. As he came out, there was a guy selling bonds. Then he told him. And he said, told that your father will kill him. He said, I know. He said, oh, I know that I will be beaten. He said, so let's cuckoo. He said, but I want to eat bones. He said, so before I chop the beating, let me chop and know that I'm satisfied. Shall we rise? <laughs> you know the interesting thing? Even when the father said, the father had planned to beat him. When the father heard what he told his friend, the father just started laughing. I thought he said, you're a useless boy. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't joking. He was like, I know I'll be beaten, but let's cuckoo, finish what we have started. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Is someone blessed this morning? Look at me, everybody. Don't watch season going and just hoping that one day something will change. Ask the Lord. There is a seed with you that changes. Many times 
our resources, our health, they are given to us to fight with on the day of battle. It is true. We are going to continue second service. I have to stop here. Jesus, we give you praise. Jesus, we love you. If you are into business or whatever, you, you work, whatever you do, but you are not a giver, it will help you. You debate tight, debate things, or you, you are inconsistent, it will help you. What you are doing is not standing on the right foundation. Three things you must put on, and there are three four three four cords that cannot be easily broken. Whatever you do, put praise on it. Speak words of God over it, and put seed on it. Connect it. There must be something from that thing, and, and you don't give God drink something from that thing that goes into the kingdom. That is how to connect, not by saying using Christian name for the business. That's how to connect. Some go as far as 30 percent. Have you read about Coca-Cola and some of these things before? Many people don't know the story behind some of these things. Coca-Cola. You don't know the story behind some of these things. There are business built on covenants. Yeah. Those who are non-Christians are that's why some of them also they give a lot to the poor. I stop here. Hope somebody's helped. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you. We'll receive your word. Help everyone to walk in the truth, in the light of your word. In Jesus' name. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.